Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Live for Sports. I am Nathan. Uh, this is the tenth episode of the podcast, big double digits episode. This is uh, Connor, by the way, just some random. Hello. Yeah, you want to you want to explain yourself a little bit? What are you doing here? Um, I'm Connor. I am uh, also a big sports and. Th- enthusiast like Nathan himself. Not quite, um, not quite. Not quite on Nathan's level, that's for sure. I'm more of a big soccer guy. But um yeah, I like when I'm watching basketball, I'm watching the ball family. I don't really I don't really watch anything else. LaMelo Ball is the goat by the way, just letting shut, you know. Shut just up. letting you know the goat. NHL, I I like the Canucks, but I like making fun of Melee even more. So I like to set that aside a little bit and uh, bicker with them about it because Fuck it's you. just it's it's fun. But when I'm watching hockey, I'm watching the Canucks, and not a big. I will force you to watch the Canucks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not a big NFL or MLB guy, but uh, big Jays guy. If I'm I'm watching the MLB, but he calls himself a Jays fan because he has a Vlad jersey <laughs> yeah. behind us. Yeah, but, the, uh, the the Vladdy jersey. But really, he's, yeah. <laughs> I I was a, a what was it 2015 I was a 2015 Blue Jays fan. Wow. So yes. Yes. And <laughs> then probably just, probably just knows Guerrero and like Bobochet on this year's team. Uh, Bobochet. Fuck. I had a couple other ones in mind. I looked up a couple one time. I'm trying to think. Um. Fuck. Yeah. I guess all the boys just left. Hey, they all just dipped out of the out of Toronto. Well, it was the it was partially the management. They got new a new president, a new GM. They kind of want to take a new route with the team and yeah, pissed off fans originally, but now I think it's turned out great. Yeah, I, I really rocked with uh, what's his name? What was the ma- the manager's name that always like hobbled hobbled to John the hills? Yeah, yeah, he was beating. Yeah, he was a goat. Um, so yeah, this episode, Connor really is kind of chose the wrong episode to come on. I must say. Uh, it'll be an MLB free agency episode where I, I'm going to try and predict where uh, top, I think it was 11 players I did. I was going to do 10, but there was kind of one I wanted to do extra. Um, then there's going to be a little surprise, I think, at the end that everyone should enjoy. <laughs> uh, and then I'm probably going to do some NBA talk with him so, so he knows. And uh, there'll, there'll definitely be some hot takes because it's Connor when isn't there a hot take <laughs> with NBA. True, true. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it. Simmons, is this the dagger? Besser scores! And Vladdy drills it to left field. Wilson is chased, throws it up for grabs, he's got McCann. What a play, what a goal! LV free agency has started, I guess. Uh, it's always slow moving. Uh, new CBA. There's I, I I need to look into it more, but like CBA's up in baseball. It, there could be a lockout coming. Players are trying to get their deals done before December 1st, I think is the day it expires, so that they it works in the new CBA. Um, I think it could be fast-paced this year, but we'll see. Uh, so I got my top 11 here who are free agents. I'm going to go possible teams where I think they go. Um, I will not be trying to guess contracts and years and money's worth, though, because that is way too hard with the MLB, in my opinion. Um, so we'll start off with Nick Castellano of the Cinci- what was the Cincinnati Reds. He's not staying with the Reds this year. I'm sorry. Um, they're they're going to retool their roster, um, it sounds like. 
Um, I've heard them link to the Rangers, Rockies, Marlins, White Sox, and Mets, I believe it was, and Padres as well. Um, uh, it's tough to put him here because he's not very good defensively. That's his, kind of his weakness in the game. So sticking in the NL might be a bit of a problem, although the universal DH might actually be implemented this year full-time again. I guess, since 2020 had it. Um, I'm still going to put him over in the AL somewhere. I think he's going to go with the Rangers. Um, That's where I think he's going to end up. I don't know. They got money to spend. They got a new field. Um, Here's the the guy who wasn't going to make the top 10 originally. I just had to put him in here. I got Marcus Stroman. 2015. Oh, yes, sir. Um. I think a lot of teams are interested in him because he's a pitcher and pitchers are high value this year. Um, but like, it's crazy because if you actually look at Twitter, he is just on Twitter saying, Oh, I'll go this place or something like that. That's or, or maybe I, I'm definitely interested in a reunion with the Jays or something. I think he said something like that. And like today he, somebody Photoshopped him in the Yankee Jersey and he ripped into it. He's Good. definitely not going to the Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've seen links to the Jays. I really don't think he's going to end back up in Toronto, though. Um, I've heard Angels. I've heard Dodgers. Although Angel did sign Noah Syndergaard this morning, so that might kind of ruin my prediction, I guess. Um, basically, any team that needs pitching help, I think, has been linked to him. He's probably like a step down from the Robbie Ray, Max Scherzer tier. Um, there is no qualifying offer with him, though, meaning nobody they don't have you don't have to sign him and give up a, a draft pick for him so i think he will be a hot commodity uh, uh i predicted angels and i'm really gonna hate it because i don't think he's gonna end up there now because of Syndergaard. uh i could see dodgers too i guess they got i always got the money but i don't think he goes to the dodgers if they bring back scherzer so uh we'll see just i kind of want it back in toronto but I don't want him back yeah, in Toronto. It would, it would definitely be scenes if he came back. That's I'd rather have Robbie Ray back in Toronto. Oh, well, there's somebody you can name now. Who, Robbie Ray? Yeah. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Add another one there. Uh, Chris Bryant now. Uh, split times with the Cubs. Split time this year with the Cubs and the Giants. Um, he's former MVP. Lots of teams are going to be interested in him, even though it was 2016 he won it. Um I've heard the Giants want him back if they can, but the only problem is they, I, their president said they wanted to prioritize pitching this year. Um, I've heard Mets. I've heard Blue Jays a little bit. I've heard Mariners, Rangers, Phillies, Padres. They're all linked. Um, I think he's going to go to the Big Apple with the Mets, though, because they wanted him at the deadline. They didn't get him. They got Javi Baez. Um, I don't know. I think it's just good fit Mets need offensive help they were not good last year and their pitching is fine though uh Kevin Gosman very research like he came out of nowhere this year uh I mean I guess all San Francisco did this year but um I don't know he's getting a nice payday now because he had a great year um this one's no-brainer for me though there's other teams out there but he's gonna stay in the Bay Area he's resigning with the Giants the Angels, Twins, maybe the Blue Jays could go after him if they can't re-sign Robbie Ray, but I think it's kind of a lock that'll go to the, the back to the Giants. 
Uh, now we go on to Robbie Ray. Mr. I know three players now. Yeah, three of them. Um, he's got, he's like probably going to be the most talk, like wanted pitcher on the market besides Scherzer, but Scherzer is going to come with that, like a big price tag with him. Um, he's going to win the Cy Young. I think that's going to get announced in the next day, two, maybe three, something like that. Um, he was really good. Um, Jays want him back, him and Simeon back, I guess, for that matter, but I would love them both back. They're just not going to be able to afford both of them, so it's really going to suck. They're going to have to choose pitching, or do you want Simeon back? I think they have to choose pitching back here. I I think he's going to stay with the Jays. Um, I've also heard the Twins and Angels have been linked to him, um, but like I said, I think they choose pitching over batting, which they already have, and I think... Honestly, I think they go out and trade for Jose Ramirez as Simeon's replacement. I think it happens soon. I think they realize they can't get Simeon. Simeon's going to leave. Um, let's go to Simeon now. Uh, he's an MVP finalist. He's probably going to finish third behind Vlad and Otani. By the way, uh, by the way, I've done yeah no, I I've done an episode where I said Vlad was going to win MVP. Yeah. I I've now changed back to Otani by the end of the year because. Why? Because Vlad didn't win Triple Crown. Oh, which yeah. Which is batting average, home runs, RBI. Yeah. Um, I think lots of teams are going to be after him because he plays shortstop or second base. Um, and he's been an MVP finalist two of the last three years, even though after a down to 2020. Um, I've, there's been so many teams. The Yankees really need help, I know. Um, Phillies, White Sox, Red Sox, Twins. Tigers, Cardinals, Dodgers, all have I've heard. So it could really a toss up. Um I'm gonna say he ends up in St. Louis though. Um he's gonna their problem, I guess you could say, was their offense, even though their offense is great in already. Uh but he also won a gold glove this year and they won they had five gold glovers this year. That's a record in the uh major leagues for a team. Uh, they're just getting another one and a really good bat, and I think they'll be very good next year. Um, on to Max Scherzer now. Uh, he is top of the market for pitching, um, but like he's gonna be steep. Yeah, you gotta be able to pay him. Um, he's 37 now, though. He's a future Hall of Famer, but he's not. I don't think he gets any bigger than a three-year deal. That's the most I could see. Um. Salarize still big though. Large teams with the large payrolls are only going to be able to get them. I think maybe Yankees won't need pitching help. Dodgers will be there. I've heard Angels. Um, I really think it's going to be either LA squad he chooses. Um, but I think he's going to stay do- with the Dodgers. Um, I think he really liked it there for the uh, what? How long was he there for? Two months maybe? Three months? Um, yeah, no, he's going to stay put though. Uh. We'll go to Freddie Freeman now. He just came off his first World Series ring, finally deserved it because he has been great for his whole career. Um, he's going to get the bag for what from whatever team. Um, he won MVP in 2020 and very solid for them in the playoffs en route to the World Series. Um, he's got every right to choose where he wants to play. Like he's He's done it for Atlanta now. I don't know. Um... 
I think he'll stay with Atlanta, though. I think he signs a long-term deal. They He wants to be there. I think they want him back. Um, he'll be there until the twilight days of his career, in my opinion. Um, they're going to chase back-to-back titles next year with Acuna, hopefully coming back soon because baseball needs that guy back. Um, I've also heard Yankees are interested in him, though, of course, because they just want to pay everybody to get into the playoffs. Um, who else have I heard? I've heard Red Sox a little bit, but I think it's going to be Atlanta again. Uh, Trevor Story now. Uh, shortstop is loaded for positions this year. Um, I saved the three big fish for shortstop um, here. Story's been great in Colorado, but Colorado dog shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he's not. He's not coming back. They know it. Um, he. It's a. It kind of sucks for him though because he's coming off a down year to his standards. He only had 251, 24 home runs, 20 stolen bases. That's still good numbers for MLB players, but like for Story, it's not that good. Um, still will get paid, I think. Um, and he'll and like there's always the oh players leave Coors Field and then they can't hit as well. I don't think that's the case. I think he'll wherever he'll go, he'll still be a great hitter. Um. For the longest time, he's been linked to the Yankees, I've known. Um, I, I've i also heard teams like the Cardinals, Astros, and Tigers. Astros being if they can't get back Correa. Um, yeah. Uh, Cardinals, he won't go to because I think they get Simeon. Tigers, I don't think he goes to because I think Tigers will get somebody else. Uh, I think he goes to New York. It's just match made in heaven. It's been linked for so long, I think he'll end up there. Uh, on to Corey Seager now of the Dodgers. Been great for the Dodgers his whole life. Uh, now he's going to get the bag because 2020 NLCS MVP, 2020 MV, uh, World Series MVP, sorry. Um, I don't think he's going to end up back in LA though because they just got Trey Turner from the Nationals at the deadline. Uh, I don't see why it would make sense to pay this guy when you have Trey Turner already. Um, Astros could be interested, but it's not going to happen. I think he hates the Astros after the whole cheating scandal from 2017. Um, Yankees will look at him too, I think, very heavily, but I think they'll um, they'll choose Story, who's going to come cheaper, I think. Uh I'm going to go way off the board. I don't think really anybody's talked about this. I think he ends up in Seattle because, well, Kyle Seeger might not be there, but, like, that's his brother. I think his brother's going to talk something sense into him, tell him to go there. It's great. I don't know. That's just my thing. Prob- honestly, that's, like, the one I would say out of my picks. I'm pretty confident we'll be wrong, but I would honestly love to see it, I think. Um, on to Carlos Correa now. He is... This is the last pick. He is the best player in the free agent class. I don't think there's a question about it. Uh, anytime he gets to October, he will prove that he's going to get it done. Uh, regular season is a bit concerning for him because he's kind of been injury prone, you could say, for the 162 game seasons. Uh, come October, though, he turns into one of the best players in the major leagues and arguably the best player in the major leagues, I think. Um I think he's going to get like a $300 million plus contract. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe just under, I could see too. Uh, 
I've heard the Yankees. I don't think he'll end up there, though. I've heard the Astros. I don't see him going back to Houston. I've heard the Tigers. I've heard the Twins. I've heard the Phillies. I've heard the Rangers. Uh, I think he's going to end up in Detroit, though. I think everyone has him. A lot of people have him going to Detroit. His old manager, A.J. Hinch, is there. Mr. Cheating Manager himself, although I don't know how big of a role he played in it. Uh, I think that's going to attract him, and he will turn into the guy for that team who is young and upcoming. Um, yeah, that's my picks. You want to say in that, or are you just going to stay I quiet? Mean, I'm, I'm just going to sit back and uh, relax and listen to you talk there. But uh, I was one question I was really wondering, because I'm obviously not that big into the MLB scene, but like, so is this Astros cheating scandal, like, is this like 100% confirmed? Yes. Like, they, got, they got punished for it. Damn. Like, uh, yeah. They, and it was confirmed they cheated in 2017. Mm-hmm. People also think they cheated in 2019, I think. I don't know if it was true, proven or not. I f- actually forget. Uh, but basically, 2017, they would use trash cans. Yeah. And they would bang on them. They, they had a camera in the outfield. Yeah. And they would see what pitch was coming um, by the, what sign the catcher threw down. And if, I think it was like a fastball. There was no bang. If it was an off-speed pitch, they would bang. Mm-hmm. So then they knew, okay, let's just wait for a changeup or a curveball or slider. Um, and then 2019, people started to pick up on it, I think, 2017. Nobody said anything. but And then 2019, uh, they reported – they possibly switched to these little uh, like kind of like tabs they would put on yeah. their arm. Right, yeah, they had the tabs on their arms. Um, they would – it would kind of like – buzz when it was an off-speed pitch or something yeah and they there's videos of like something falling out of the jersey and then one of the players picking it back up i've noticed mm-hmm. um yeah I, I, it was just bad they're yeah fucking scumbags <laughs> yeah so like this is like it is considered cheating right like this oh yeah 100 like, percent cheating yeah yeah uh, they, they cheated their way to a world series ring and mm-hmm. everyone thinks it should kind of be taken away but it's not yeah um, you want to move on? Yeah, sure. All right, you want to get into my Jim Benning rant? Because holy fuck, am I yeah, fed let up? Is, let's hear it. Yeah. How is this guy still our GM? It's my question. Um, eight years now in Vancouver. He's made the playoffs twice, and yeah, he was supposed to come in and rebuild this team, and but seriously, his fucking mind when it comes to spending money is absurd i i'm so fed up now that the canucks are doing bad i don't think the team he's put a okay let me rephrase that i don't think the core he's built is that bad of your pedersen your besser your miller your hoglander your garland uh horvat hughes oel demko i don't think that's bad that's that's a solid Mm -hmm. start but there's the money he spent around it with Hamannick, Pullman as your right D-man. No, that's not good enough. That's not going to win you um, Stanley Cups. Um, just the Louis Erickson contract way back yeah. when was just atrocious. Jay Beagle was a, not like wasn't a bad player, but he got just such a bad contract. Uh, Antoine Roussel fucking hated that guy the whole time he was here. <laughs> Love Roussel. He was, a, he was a goat. All he would do was go in and fight people. Exactly. But he was shit. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. Yes, he was. Um, he was shit. 
just there's some others like that just have pissed me off. Um, Tyler Myers' contract was not very good either. You can't be paying that guy to be your third defenseman on an on an NHL team. He's not a third defenseman. If he's like a fourth defenseman, sure, go for it. But like, and I I wouldn't say OEL is good enough to be a second defenseman yet. Honestly, I think you could get a better one. I think Hughes is pretty set to be your number one, but I don't know. I'm fucking fed up. Canucks are five nine and two this year. Um, yeah. everyone wants Benning and Green fired, and yet they are still holding their jobs. Yeah, still got them. You you got any thoughts for this? Because you know how pissed I off I am. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I definitely get a, a a lot of information uh, day in and day out from uh, from Nathan. He uh, he likes to go on his big rants and. Uh, I have some good videos of him raging, and uh, that's not over the Canucks, though. Yeah, true, true. That, that, that's just over champs. Yeah, that is that is facts. That. We will not talk about that. But yeah, no, I do hear a lot about this uh, this whole situation because I'm not totally. It's it would seem like I am kind of keeping up with uh, with the Vancouver Canucks, but no, I'm just uh, listening to Nathan, and uh, yeah, I I do from just watching him pay Louis Erickson all that money and how he turned out is unreal and just like like just completely overpaid and then they just had to send him out they had to fucking get rid of him See, because that's the thing though was sending him out a bad idea people think it was a bad idea because really well OEL yeah he's the better player you got OEL and you got Garland mm -hmm. and you, you shipped out like Louie uh, Roussel, Beagle, and the ninth pick. Yeah. And plus, there were some others. I won't. I don't really want to get into it because I don't want to pull up the full trade. Mm -hmm. Um. But you were one year away from being out of a cap hell. You could say you were gonna get rid of what was six plus. You were getting rid of twelve million dollars from three guys who should not have been getting twelve million dollars combined. Mm -hmm. Um, and now you're. Stuck for another six years, I think it is six or seven, with Ekman Larson, who's being paid. Well, it was like eight point one, but I think it's down to like seven because the Coyotes are retaining a million dollars off of it every year. And yeah, you're just kind of OEL has been on the decline. He's looked better this year, but he's been on the decline for the past two or three years. He looked like a Norris level back in twenty. 15 was it 2016 like he, he was really good back then now he's been on the decline because he's not been on a great team in arizona and he's not worth his contract that he signed and sure he's been good this year probably still not worth seven million dollars worth of money um i don't i don't know but you're one year away and you're mm -hmm. and I, I i still like the trade i think for now for the short term it's a good trade Long term, it's gonna give me headaches. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna come back to haunt them. I would think. Mm -hmm. uh, the the thing that summed it up best for me was I was looking on Twitter today because I'm just sta been staring at Twitter, hoping that Benning or Green has been fired. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, no. Let's get into the Green part first. Um, he needs to go. <laughs> so does Benning. Um, he is not a horrible coach but he shouldn't be the coach for the Canucks because he plays this he's so set on playing this system he has in mind where it does not play to the strengths of Pedersen and Hughes and all of them that's why I think partially why Pedersen has been awful to start the year um 
you need more. It's got to be more offensive minded approach with those guys, even though the defense is not good. You got to be more. They don't have enough puck moving D men to do that. They have Hughes, they have OEL, who's not the best, honestly, in OEL, but like he's better than most. Um, but they need a new coach who can actually play to the system that they want for the most part. Um, I think if that happens, we'll see Pedersen start to play better. Hoaglander, I think, plays great in any system, to be honest. He just looks like a stud. I don't know how he's not talked about more. Um, I I don't know. Something's got to change, though. Uh, Where was I getting at just a second ago? Right, okay. Um, So I was looking at Benning and uh, former GM Mike Gillis's 10 years. Um, So Benning has been around for parts of eight seasons now, I believe it is. Eight years. He's been in control, and um, he's made two playoff appearances. I gotta find this actually. I gotta find this on Twitter. But it's it's bad what Gillis's was because he, people complain. Oh, he came into the better team. Yeah, maybe he did, but um, it just he did. But Benning has been. He was actually smart. Um. Okay, I can't find it by the looks of it, but he led in his six years. He, I, I'll try and go off the top of my head. He led the Canucks to two Presidents trophies. He led them to one game within the Stanley Cup, and I'm pretty sure he might have won an Executive of the Year back then. I feel like he would have if he won two straight Presidents trophies. And they fired him after six years because they struggled in 2013, 14. 2014, 2014, yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. I don't know what Benning does to keep his job. There's, like, I don't... And Accolini has just been such a fucking dumbass. I don't know what he wants. Why does he keep Benning and Green around? He's, like, really pains me. I think you know this, but, like, as a Canucks fan, I want them to lose tomorrow. I want them to get (laughs) blown out. I want change to happen. And I think most of Canucks Twitter does. I saw this poll, and it was like, do you want them to win tomorrow and be like, yes, I believe, or do you want them to lose? And it's like, no, change is needed. 90% of people who voted said no. Mm-hmm. 90. We yeah. want us to lose tomorrow. That's bad. Go Avs, please. <laughs> yeah, for, I, want, yeah. I wanted to go to this game, and I wanted to make a sign saying fire Benning. I was so tempted yeah. because I do not work tomorrow, <laughs> and I don't work till 145 on Thursday. So, why, like, oh. Yeah. It's, if they're seriously still around come this January game that we're possibly talking about going to, yeah. I, and, and it's still bad, I am making a sign. I do yeah. not care. I will for be sure. so furious. I am, I am like, probably the biggest advocator for the fire betting train, I think. Yeah. My hut team name is Fire Jimbo. Fire Jimbo, yeah, that is correct. Everyone knows it. Yeah, it pisses me off. You got you got anything you want to say on it? Um, I don't know. Well, it's just it, you know it's bad when uh, like I kind of connected this to uh, what we're what I'm dealing with uh, over in Man United for uh, soccer. Comparing the two, it's bad when your own fans are really starting to uh, get your your manager and your coach fired. Like it just it's just it it's toxic and. Uh, just have like as a community as like a Canucks fan um it's just it's it's hard for 
a Canucks fan to sit there and watch a game as uh, like as a diehard Canucks fan because it's just it's so frustrating seeing them seeing them lose uh, day in and day out. And oh, sorry, they were like what was it five nine and two? Yeah, five nine like, and two. Yeah, and especially how they they had that that good playoff run too, and and things were definitely looking up. And just to, like a the start of a season like that, I'm sure they'll definitely pick it up. Hopefully, if uh, uh, Jimbo does get fired, but they need to either pick it up tomorrow or <laughs> they need to get blown out tomorrow, yeah. so that he can get fired. Either or will be fine by me. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he uh, he does see the exit door pretty soon here. So well, I had something else I was just going to talk about too. I remember with this. Um... Mainly we'll right. Bet. Okay. So, uh, Vancouver media shows have been talking about how bad they've been this year too, and and how like one show called out that they've been bad for eight years since Benning's got here. They have. That's just a fact. I'm pretty sure the management then got mad at them for saying that. Like, what the fuck do you expect them to do? Yeah. What they're, you're supposed to talk about them like. Uh, it just baffles me more. Like maybe fucking fire your GM instead of worrying about what people are saying about you. That will shut them up. I don't know. Yeah. Just fire Benning, please. Mm-hmm. End me. End me. End my misery. Yeah. Fire Green. Fire Benning. Get me out of it. I'm sorry. Um. On to NBA now. Well, I have one question here. So okay. what? What happens? Jimbo does get fired. Okay. And what happens if um, nothing, like not nothing changes, but like what happens if it just consistently gets bad and maybe even worse? Like, are you saying that if Green doesn't get fired too as well? Well, like just either or. Like, well, what what happens when the change is made and they don't get better? Who who goes to the blame? So, let's say Green gets fired, and. They bring in an interim coach or a new coach, and Benning stays. Um, the blame will then go to Benning because the, that will be his team has not been good. The team is not good enough to win. Um, if Benning gets fired and Green stays, though, and they continue to do bad, the blame will definitely go to Green because that just proves that his system has not worked. And or well, it's both to blame, I guess you could say, because it's Benning's team he created. Um, Whereas it's Green's team and his system, but mm-hmm. I don't know, either or. Just all, my ideal scenario for the Canucks, if possible, you fire Benning uh, and and Green, of course. I don't really care who they bring in as coach, if it's interim or not. Sedins are in the organizations that special advisors to the GM. They are getting groomed to be presidents or GM or something like that in the future. I think it might be too soon, but I don't care. Make them presidents, please. <laughs> like, get, yeah. them, get them already higher up. And then I hope with that they would bring in Mr. Roberto Luongo himself to be the GM. That has also been talked about. Imagine. I think he's the GM of Team Canada or something with Team Canada. So mm-hmm. I would love that. Yeah. And then maybe you, you bring in Alex Burroughs off Montreal to come head coach. Yeah, you know what? Just the whole 2011 Bring squad. the whole squad Yeah, back. just like – doesn't matter where they go. Just put them in the staff. That's yep. for sure. Um, 
on the NBA though? Yeah, this this is gonna be a juicy one, I'd say. What do you oh. what do you, what do you want to talk about? I mean, I'm I'm got, good I, with anything. I, I I got nothing written down for this, so I can argue with you for everything. Okay, let's here. Let's dive into to Golden State and uh, how well they're playing. Recent loss to the Charlotte Hornets. Thank you, Lamelo. Shut the fuck up. Yep. Yes, sir. So they're down. What are they? Nine and two now, I think. Maybe somewhere around there. Eight and two. You want to know my hot take? Let's hear it. Golden State is the favorites to win the, make it out of the West. Damn. I don't know if it's hot because they're eleven and two. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, was was it eleven now? Eleven or twelve? Yeah. Um. I don't know. Adam Bryce didn't like my uh, Warriors. At yeah, I know that's actually funny. Podcast, I and yet I got that one right. Yeah, I actually I that's funny. I looked back on that episode and I did hear uh, Maley was uh, high on Golden State even at the start of the season. Yeah, so, I uh, said they would be they're going to be good to start out of the gates. Yeah. Uh, they'll probably be. I thought honestly they would be like a mid conference team, mm-hmm. um, and then once Clay came back, they would just. Soar ahead of ever, or like not everyone, because I said the Lakers at one, but the Lakers mm-hmm. are fucking train wreck. Oh yeah, <laughs> jeez. As much as AD has been great, Westbrook fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. He is not a good fit for Golden State, or sorry, uh, Lakers. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's it's funny how how it all worked out because you definitely uh, predicted the the Golden State being so high after Clay Thompson came back, and it's funny just seeing how well they're doing even without them so it uh the questions to be asked how well do they do when clay thompson comes back do we see another big massive improvement or do we just see him not really making a big impact going to golden state i think he makes the clay thompson impact huge back because mostly what he does is he shoots threes and plays defense that's Mm -hmm. really not really known for being much of a finisher or whatever so he's coming off two like major leg injuries but yeah i still think that um he'll be his old self he'll still be able to shoot he's been training a lot i've seen mm-hmm. um i still think he'll be a like just light out shooter for them it'll cause like headaches for defenses just mm-hmm. him and curry you have to curry the guard those guys oh nope here's another guy hey, yeah. jordan pool that's open now oh yeah um I, I don't see them improving as much mm-hmm. like because they're already eleven and two without them. Yeah. Um. If they stay like this, the most I could see them doing would probably be like maintaining what he is, what they are already. Mm-hmm. Maybe a slight improvement. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're since they're like eleven and two now. You go. I don't know. What would be a sample size? Eleven and one. Twelve and one. <laughs> yeah, they need someone to stop Lamelo there. Hey. <laughs> Gary Payton the second. Yeah, yeah. That guy's locks. No, yeah, he's definitely locks, but uh didn't really work out the uh when they played him, unfortunately. <laughs> no, but did uh did Lamelo even score that well that game? Uh yeah, he um, I'm pretty sure he did. I f- can't remember the exact outing, but I'm pretty sure it was over twenty. But uh yeah, like g- having a guy like Clay Thompson, I'm I mean like who doesn't want a guy like that, right? Like it's he just fits the modern NBA so perfectly just because he can Shoot the ball, lights out, uh, like at an unreal pace, and then played good defense as well. It's, so like, it's funny because Clay is like your mo- like the standard three and D player, mm-hmm. yet he's just so much better than it that at it than anyone else. Yeah, is. because sure you'll have some players who can't really shoot three as well, but can play the de- defense side of the be- all better. Mm-hmm. Or you'll have like lights out shooters, but aren't very good defensively. Clay's both. Clay yeah. could 
lock up defensively, and he just hits basically every shot he takes. Mm-hmm. He's got the pure, pure stroke in the game. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely don't see him slowing down just because, like, his play style is just, like, he might, like, you never know. He might be, like, a bit slower on the defensive end, but, um, like, even just with those two injuries, it's obviously going to impact the player. But, like, if we're talking about guys like, uh, I don't know, like, John Morant or, like, um, obviously Westbrook, like, guys like that are super athletic, that are jumping out the gym, uh, like, you see, like, obviously – their play style being like just so much more effect like affected by an injury like that like we saw it with like Derrick Rose and stuff and how he um rapidly declined after his injury so rapidly declined but yeah but like just not not the way he was per se and uh Derrick Rose was an overhyped MVP in my opinion yeah i i like this uh this prime D Rose shit needs to yeah, stop yeah he, he was good but like wasn't yeah. that good only averaged like 20, I think it was, in his MVP years. 20 and like 7. He was just on a one seed, so they gave it to him. Mm-hmm. And like... I think LeBron was better than him that year, I believe it was. Hmm. Um, there was a couple others who could... Uh, was Kobe better? No, Kobe wouldn't have been that good. I don't know. But yeah, I don't think he should have got it. Yeah, there was... It's like, obviously, it's a big what if, just because of how young he could he was and, and how, how well he was doing. But I just... I honestly uh, just dwelling on the past and all those like OG Bulls fans really like they love to say oh Derrick Rose would have been like the best point guard in the league and oh he would have been this he would have been that you know it's just it's I don't know just they not really coping with the fact that he got injured but that's again we're kind of getting a little off topic we're talking about Clay Thompson here he is uh, I was I was going to say um, yeah I, I'm not as worried for Clay Thompson as I was for Kevin Durant when he came back from the yeah, right. release because Kevin Durant played a such more different style mm-hmm. where he has to be athletic and able to rim run and still be able to move with the ball. Clay doesn't really. Yeah. Clay can just be a shooter for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really too worried about it. Yeah, and uh, it's j- weird because KD came back better mm-hmm. than he did before, arguably. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and like just bringing up clay again just like i i believe i trying to think i i feel like i have this technical difficulties yeah a little bit of technical difficulties there but yeah just speaking on clay um just his i i feel like there was a stat like i remember when he had just like this huge um scoring game and just like the amount of dribbles he took yeah when he scored 60 yeah 11 dribbles only yeah like it's unreal like he can like play like just at like such a high level um even with like without hardly moving basically and he can just still he can impact the floor by just being there catching the ball shooting and getting back on defense so i was just trying to move on to some eastern conference hot take i think yeah but let's I, hear it i'm trying to think of one unless you got one and don't say lamella ball talking bulls here yeah you think the bulls are title contender uh, yes, I don't think they're title contender. I think they are the NBA champions. Shut <laughs> the fuck. I not. honestly, DeMar DeRozan looking like a prime Michael Jordan on the Bulls. So uh. looking like, that, that brings a tear to my eye, even though I'm wearing my Fly Me a River hoodie right now. Oh yeah, I'm. But just like looking at the Bulls, though, they're just such like a well-fitted team, having Lonzo, Levine. They got DeMar. three three guys who can score the ball mm-hmm. in 
Demar Levine Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Lonzo shoots his threes, plays yeah. defense, play makes. Mm-hmm. Who's their power forward now that uh, Pat Williams is out for the year? I don't know. I cannot. I cannot tell you. They got traded that young for market. Or... No, what am I saying? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what I'm saying, honestly. Yeah, it's fine. But they got rid of their power forward. It was good last year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, no, the Bulls aren't finals contenders for me, though. Aren't? Aren't. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's a, it's a very hot take, so uh, not expecting too many uh, people to agree with me out there, but uh, I, I love my long I, I put the Bucks over them. Mm-hmm. I put the Heat over them. I put the Nets over them. I... There was another team, didn't I? I mentioned earlier too, didn't I? I, if the Hawks can start playing well, I might put the Hawks over them too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's respectable. Uh, a healthy Sixers team might be too, but um, mm. we'll see who they get for Ben Simmons when he gets traded. I would think, mm-hmm. when, not if, at this point. Yeah. How about the uh, the Celtics? Celtics, are a fucking train wreck. I know. Just like. They, I, I, I was not high on them to come into the year, and I'm still not high on them. Mm-hmm. When Tatum and Brown don't score like 30-plus a night, you they're, lose. Yeah, they're fucked. They got nobody else. <laughs> they got nobody else. Oh, Dennis Schroeder dropped 38 the other day? No, like, he's not that good. Anytime mm-hmm. I watch that guy, he sucks. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I have not seen a good game from him. <laughs> I turned it on to him having like 36 and then him scoring mm-hmm. his 38. But still, no, he's not that good. Yeah. I think he's overrated, and he's a dumbass for turning down, what was it, four-year 80 mil? Four-year 100 mil? Something like that. Yeah. And now he's making 5.1? Jeez. Yeah, it's dumbass. Very stupid. Um, how how about we have some common ground here with the, the Toronto Raptors, I think, because I'm also, like, if I'm, like, picking a team when I'm not bandwagoning the ball family, it's definitely the Raptors. Uh, just Yeah, better be. <laughs> Canadian, obviously. It's just, I don't know. The, the Raptors have always been someone I've watched when I was watching basketball when I was younger. You know, you should really give me that, like, photo you have in your room. Of, of, of <laughs> no, I'm keeping that. Room. I'm keeping that. No, and I and also that uh, that nice jacket I have. Yeah, you should also love, give me that. <laughs> I love that Raptors jacket. But, no, like, I, we definitely have some common ground there. I do like to, just because I'm so high on the ball family, um, I, I do like to to shit on the Raptors quite a bit. Just not because I, I don't like love the Raptors. I do, but it's just, it's very fun getting a rise out of, out of Nathan Mealy. I, I must say. Yeah. Getting out of a rise over me is getting into some hot, that's just, that's some hot water. You don't want to be. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of <laughs> funny because we, uh, we definitely like to get a rise out of each other and it just kind of, that's basically our friendship. Mostly, mo- mostly, mostly you getting out of me because I'm way more invested in it than you are. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, so I do like. It's funny because I um the the two sports that you're you're most invested in being uh, NBA and NHL. I just I do like to pick on your favorite teams because I know it gets under your skin. So it's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, we do definitely have some common ground there. And you want you want to rank your four, then. What? You want to rank you four that you were going to say? Like the four sports? Like, what do you mean? Like, how would you rate them by uh, in- oh, interest? By for interest? You, for you. Oh, for me? Like, my, um, like, are we talking, we're just talking like American sports, NHL, right? MLB, NFL. NBA. Yeah. 
So, okay, if we're talking interesting and like what I follow the most is 100% no question NBA. I'm also like not the biggest sports advocate. Like I love sports obviously, but I'm more I'm more like playing them. Um I am but both. you pardon? I am both. Yeah, that is that is very true. And uh you're definitely a little more invested into the like like um watching more or less like well obviously you play you play hockey a lot too still but um like you just you know a lot more about the uh like you just you know more about sports than uh than you do play more now just as we're getting older so yeah it um so let's just let's get back on top here interest um yeah nba number one for sure and then I definitely take say that NHL takes the number two spot just because I I've always been a, a big hockey fan growing up. Obviously we're Canadian, it's kinda in our blood. And um I, I loved playing hockey as a kid. That's definitely um one of the harder sports that I had to lose uh when I was a kid because I had to choose between the the sports I wanted to play or not because I and I was just so good at soccer that it just turned out to be the sport I chose even though how much I did love hockey. And how bad you were at it. I, okay. Mailey does... Mailey actually has not seen me play hockey. Or, like, we were never... Like, we didn't really cross paths in hockey unless unless we're talking when we were way younger. You, but like, You can't really cross paths and compare somebody until, like, the older ages, in my opinion. Because yeah. when you're younger, you're not as good. And then when you get older, everyone kind of sort of balances out in a way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, like, either people will catch up in skill level and people will decline. So it's just it's kind no, of... I wouldn't say decline. It's just that like, you don't improve. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of the way it goes. But, uh, yeah, hockey is definitely... Um, going to take the number two spot and if we're talking number three i'm definitely going to go with the mlb um i'm not as much a baseball fan like the jays fan (laughs) the only reason why i'm ranking mlb um higher than the nfl is because i don't really i honestly cannot say i support an nfl team so there's not like um an nfl team i'll follow so definitely i i lose a little bit of interest there so that's why kind of like when i'm watching the jays or like keeping up with their stats or whatever um it, it just kind of it's it's more interesting to me when i actually have a team i enjoy and follow and just nfl it's just like um like i i do i do love football and uh, i always wanted to play it growing up as a kid but like my parents wouldn't let me just because of the head injuries and all that jazz i I wanted to but i never asked yeah i i really that's the one sport i never got into that i really wanted to play i know grade seven yeah the grade seven touch football league i do i do recall that's for sure yeah i did have a lot of fun playing that remember when we beat you guys okay okay (laughs) all right um we'll move on from that little thing there and uh yeah just nfl i or football just i love playing it it's it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to watch too i love definitely tuning into each and every super bowl but um yeah i'm just i i I wouldn't say i'm too keen on any team so uh it just it doesn't really pique my interest as much so that's why I, i definitely put mlb um before NFL and it's uh kind of funny how it works out because baseball was probably my least favorite sport to play when I was younger I did play a lot of them a lot of sports but so would soccer I'm assuming soccer would still rank at one over NBA 
Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm a, well, only recently, like I, for soccer, I really never got into, um, watching it until up until this year. And, uh, I've always been like a man, a man United fan my entire life, but, um, so, so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I've honestly couldn't say I've ever been like a, a soccer fan before. I just, I love the game and I love to play it. And, uh, I was just yeah more of a more of a loved playing the sport type guy and uh now that I'm getting back into watching it and uh really starting to like just follow my team and uh I just it kind of channels in a new love for the game so I definitely have to put it above basketball but I would definitely if we're talking 2 years ago I definitely would not have the it, like interest wise like professional sports I would not say the same say soccer for me would definitely be behind all four mm-hmm. um i think it honestly might be behind golf yeah i think i would rather watch golf than soccer mm-hmm. um honestly i need to get into it more but like mma oh i'm sure oh I'm yeah i love that oh yeah i I, rem- I watched like a couple growing up but i was like eh, it's just too hard to follow but like nowadays it's like holy this is actually yeah cool i want to watch this more yeah I I feel like the uh, the betting aspect of it really piqued your interest. Melee bets, yep. Yeah, very good, very good. Yeah, no. Um, but soccer, like especially like in North America, it's definitely starting to grow since we're having like better players, better a better team, and like just like a, a name like Alfonso Davies that a lot of people know now that aren't even soccer fans. Who's that big American, too, that uh, I've, I've heard his name a lot? Uh, Christian Pulisic? That guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's also, he's big in America. I wouldn't say he's as good as Davies, but, um, yeah, just, like, with North America in for soccer kind of evolving as we, as we get older, or, sorry, not get older, but, like, uh, just progress through the years, it's definitely evolving, but... Like hearing that answer, it like doesn't bug me, obviously, because just it's almost so like like this the sport. It's it's so weird because it's like the obviously the most popular sport and like around the world. If we're if we're looking at the bigger picture here, everyone's just it's soccer, 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 and it's funny because you come to North America and then there's sports like hockey, basketball. Like there's the four major sports, and it's like. It's crazy that like just it's like the four major sports just take over here. Like if we're um, going to Europe, the the average person like just all of them they know it. They they all support a team. It's just like soccer, and then there's like slight peak in interest of like the mostly. What I've seen it would be like football, basketball, baseball. Yeah, not hockey. Yeah, no, the hockey's definitely unless unless, unless you go to like a Sweden or a mm-hmm. Finland or Russia. Russia. Yeah, there's the Swiss. The Switzerland's good too. Uh, they're not that many. Yeah, it, but um, Sweden, Finland, Russia. I feel like I'm missing one. I feel bad for missing one. I guess the Czechs maybe mm-hmm. Slovakia. I don't know, but it's it's mostly soccer over there. Yeah. But, like, I feel like just as we, like, just the world evolves and um, just, like, social media obviously keeps growing, I feel like definitely the sports start to, like, de- uh, expand. Speaking of, you want me to check Twitter to see if Jem Benning has been fired? Yeah, let's, uh, let's, yeah. let's definitely do a quick check there. Yeah, 
I'm I'm guessing it's going to be a no, but uh, I assume it's a no as well. Yeah. Let's check trend, trending. That's the best way to figure it out. Nope, not trending. Nope. So, nope, Benning has not been fired yet. Yeah, there's a quick little update from Nathan Maley that uh, Benning has definitely not been fired, unfortunately. But, yeah, just the whole world's just evolving, and uh, sports are being played everywhere now, which is which is pretty cool. Um, like obviously like soccer will have the throne for a while, but I honestly Over just there. in the rest of the world. Yes, yeah. But yeah. In but in North America, America, yeah, it's, it's definitely soccer is nowhere near any of the sports right now, but which, which is kind of, kind of a shame just because, um, with popularity becomes better competition, better players. And that's how everyone develops more. So it's it's definitely too bad. That's why the NBA in Canada is going to get so much better. Soon. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the Raptors had just won their first ring. Mm-hmm. So it, it just it, it inspires the youth. Yeah, and start blowing up. Yeah, well, in like all over ten, Canada. Five ten years, you'll see see kids like mm-hmm. you'll see more kids that are Canadian be drafted in the NBA. Yeah. Like that uh, Nathan Maley kid, I hear. <laughs> uh, also, uh, another kind of interesting topic that uh, you kind of see nowadays is high school basketball in America. Yeah, it's and it's like I, just all these players with mixtapes and everything. I just feel like it's so – like pe- kids get so overhyped at such, such a young age. It's It's really unreal. And like also we're seeing people take like the path, like the pro route now. G with League, with yeah. the G League, and uh, I really like that idea. I personally do not like what the NCAA does. I I do too, but like you, like Mar- yeah, NCAA NCAA is bad what they mm-hmm. do. Like they, I think they should get paid, and so yeah. it's starting to get better. They're yeah. starting to be able to brand themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't take away from the fact oh. that March Madness is like the best yeah. tournament. No question. Yeah, March Madness is just it's unreal scenes. Like just it's so much fun to watch and uh support your team obviously and it's just it's really a shame that these players are bringing in so much fucking money and they don't get to like get to see any of it and like i don't know any specific cases but just the potential like career ending injury that can come from just obviously playing the sport that you love um just the fact that your career can just be over like this and not being able to pay or get paid is just I, I feel like it really sucks and it's really too bad. Like that guy back in what was it, twenty thirteen, I think, in the in the final four with the shin injury. Oh, uh, are we uh, talking about the guy that just shin just went right through his leg? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll skip. We'll uh, get into details about that. Yeah, yeah, that was gross for sure. But like it's just it's really sad seeing these these players just get used basically and just for their talent and like luckily thankfully you can't name a a case off the top of your head where they have like gone in a career-ending injury and i'm sure especially like the nba would be good about that too about like giving them money and making sure like i don't know just maybe reimbursing them a little just but like it's just it's not the same and it's it's really a shame but i feel like with this g league push 
it'll definitely you'll start to see a lot of NCAA players like um or the NCAA uh like high graduated high school players start to go there too late. Yeah, well well that and I feel like with by doing that it'll make the NCAA want to um like just keep the, keep the interest. Yeah, keep the interest and like just not have so many rules and and stuff which would be nice and you definitely see kids making a little more money through like endorsements and stuff. So I feel like that that would be pretty cool but like uh yeah off off topic there a little but uh sort of on topic but like the high school basketball scenes it's just it's unreal how overrated we're seeing these these young kids get so yeah i think that should probably wrap up this episode yeah i'd say it's a a good episode i'm I'm glad i got to jump in and basketball talks and sports we'll, talks we'll get we'll, we'll need you on there when bryce and adam come back on for basketball yeah for talks, sure which i'm i'm sure they'll want to come back on soon eventually mm-hmm. so we'll figure that out yeah and i'm all i'm always game for that stuff it's uh definitely piques my interest so remember that one time i snapped your ankles uh, when was i don't uh, recall I, I, uh, yeah i know i'm just making shit up just uh, so you, i can make fun of you i was gonna say i was like snap my ankles who what where when i don't remember that I do remember snapping your ankles a couple times in high school ball. Definitely have not. Dude, I am so underrated in high school basketball. I was nuts. <laughs> we'll save that. Like all we'll, the we'll, all the one on ones that I beat mainly. You beat me in one on ones mostly because I would stop trying because I would go up like six nothing in a game to seven, and then I just start hucking up stupid shots. Cap. <laughs> not cap. <laughs> I, right. I, we'll talk about that a different episode yeah, if you want, I, but I think yeah. this probably should wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, any closing remarks you want to say? Uh, I want to just say, you'll definitely see me again. I, I'm I'm sure when it, an episode comes around, that's more my style a little. Maybe not as much MLB talks because I'm just not as big of a fan of that kind of stuff. But uh, this was definitely like kind of like a spur of the moment podcast. But I'm glad we did it. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, I think. Uh, I think we can do that. Closing remarks: Lamelo Ball's the goat. He is going to be the best point. Is the best point guard in the league. Um, the cap. Uh, yeah, I just I I'd, I'd like to say that. Adam and Bryce would really rip into you. <laughs> Bryce, that that Bryce would be has, entertaining. Bryce like, has some hot takes. Like this but was your hot takes are much more worse I know. than his. It, this it's actually funny because this is actually a way more civil podcast than I thought it was going to turn out to be. We didn't really. Have sure, many days. Well, I'm sure once we get into an NBA episode, yeah, we'll get better. When, when we definitely with more structured NBA episode got Bryce. The time it got uncivilled was when I was going on my betting rant. I would say. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I'm sure it'll be a lot more interesting when uh, when we start yelling at each other. Mm-hmm, probably. Yeah, because that's that's definitely what happens. And uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. W- uh, one last closing remark. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo's a goat. Yeah. Uh, So that's going to wrap up this episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Deuces.